Welcome to you, brothers and sisters. I hope you are doing well today. This is V for Victory Organization's podcast called The Victory Garden. This is where we claim victory every single day. veterans, veteran family members, and other patriots. Thank you for joining us here at V for Victory Organization's podcast, The Victory Garden. The last couple of days we've been really focusing on trying to get some information out to you related to how to take care of yourself. This is directly in relation to really all three of our programs that are a way that we carry forward our purpose. That's program one, transition home. Program two, buddy up, fighting the suicide problems. Brothers and sisters, you're never alone. Know that our email and our phone number is always available to you, so please reach out to us anytime. Those are available in the footer of the website and available on social, so reach out that way. And then we have Program 3, Healing Without Opioids. This is directly connected to fighting the opioid crisis that is really our major focal point. Even though we provide a lot of additional information and resources and topics of coverage. So, we want to get into this episode today with 10 ways to control high blood pressure without medication. We don't want you ever to be ill or sick. We want you to be healthy. We want you to feel good. We want you to be able to continue the life of service that you have in your heart. And ultimately, we don't want you to have to take any prescription medications. Because once you have to have something to feel better, then that's already put you in a disadvantage. We want you to be victorious over all that you may be challenged with. So today we're going to continue on this path of providing information about um, improving your health personally. Not leaving it to somebody else, but doing it yourself. So I'm going to read through this uh, article We're going to have the link to this article available in the um, 
description of the podcast that you're able to get at vforvictoryorganization.com. Once you get to the website, you'll look up under comms. And when you look up under comms, you will find this episode under the Victory Garden tab under comms. So make sure to go out there and check that out. We're going to also work to get this up on our blog format so you can read the full article as well. So here we go. Let's go ahead and get into it now. Uh, As you might have heard, we've got baby Luna here in the recording area. Hey, baby Luna. No, she's not going to say anything now. Oh, there she goes. (laughs) That's our little buddy here at the office. A little virtual office that we have. So let's get into this. 10 ways to control high blood pressure without medication. By making these 10 lifestyle changes, you can lower your blood pressure and reduce your risk of heart disease. This is by the Mayo Clinic staff. If you have high blood pressure, you may wonder if medication is necessary to bring the numbers down. But lifestyle plays a vital role in treating high blood pressure. Controlling blood pressure with a healthy lifestyle might prevent, delay, or reduce the need for medication. Here are 10 lifestyle changes that can lower blood pressure and keep it down. Number one, lose extra pounds and watch your waistline. Blood pressure often increases as weight increases. Being overweight also can cause disrupted breathing while you sleep, which is also called sleep apnea, which further raises blood pressure. Weight loss is one of the most effective lifestyle changes for controlling blood pressure. If you're overweight or have obesity, losing even a small amount of weight can help reduce blood pressure. In general, blood pressure might go down by one millimeter of mercury with each kilogram of weight lost. Also, the size of the waistline is important. Carrying too much weight around the waist can increase the risk of high blood pressure. In general, men at risk in their waist measurements is greater than 40 inches. Women are at risk in their waist measurement is greater than 35 inches. These numbers vary among ethnic groups. Ask your health care provider about a healthy waist measurement for you. Number two, exercise regularly. Regular physical activity can lower blood pressure by about five to eight millimeters. It's important to keep exercising to keep blood pressure from rising again. As a general rule, aim for at least 30 minutes of moderate physical activity every day. Exercise can also keep elevated blood pressure from turning into high blood pressure, which is known as hypertension. For those who have hypertension, regular physical activity can bring blood pressure down to safer levels. Some examples of of aerobic exercise that can help lower blood pressure, including walking, jogging, cycling, swimming, or dancing. Another possibility is high-intensity interval training. This type of training involves alternating short bursts of intense activity with periods of lighter activity. 
Strength training can also reduce blood pressure. Aim to increase strength training exercises at least two days a week. Talk to a healthcare provider about developing an exercise program. Number three, eat a healthy diet. Eating a diet rich in whole grains, fruits, vegetables, and low-fat dairy products and low in saturated fat and cholesterol can lower high blood pressure by 11 millimeters. Examples of eating plans that can help control blood pressure as a dietary approaches to stop hypertension diet and the Mediterranean diet. Potassium in a diet can lessen the effects of salt or sodium on the blood pressure. The best sources of potassium are foods such as fruits and vegetables rather than supplements. Aim for 3,500 to 5,000 milligrams a day, which might lower blood pressure. Ask your health provider how much potassium you should have. Reduce salt or sodium in your diet. That's number four. Even a small reduction in sodium in the diet can improve heart health and reduce high blood pressure. The effect of sodium intake on blood pressure varies among groups of people. In general, limit sodium to 2,300 milligrams a day or less. However, a lower sodium intake, 1,500 milligrams a day or less, is ideal for most adults. To reduce sodium in your diet, first, read food labels. Look for low-sodium versions of foods and beverages. Secondly, Eat fewer processed foods. Only a small amount of sodium occurs naturally in foods. Most sodium is added during processing. Thirdly, don't add salt. Use herbs and spices to add flavor to food. And lastly, cook. Cooking lets you control the amount of sodium in your food. The uh, Number five on this list, limit alcohol. Limit alcohol to to less than one drink a day for women or two drinks a day for men can help lower blood pressure by a significant amount. One drink equals 12 ounces of beer, 5 ounces of wine, or 1.5 ounces of 80 proof liquor. But, drinks too, but drinking too much alcohol can raise blood pressure by several points. It can also reduce the effectiveness of blood pressure medications. Number six, quit smoking. Smoking increases blood pressure. Stopping smoking helps lower blood pressure. It can also redu reduce the risk of heart disease and improve overall health, possibly leading to longer life. Number seven, get a good night's sleep. Poor sleep quality, getting fewer than six hours of sleep every night for several weeks, can contribute to hypertension. A number of issues can disrupt sleep, including sleep apnea, restless leg syndrome, and general sleeplessness, which is known as insomnia. Let your health care provider know if you often have trouble sleeping. Finding and treating the cause can help improve sleep. However, if you don't have sleep apnea or restless leg syndrome, follow these simple tips to getting more restful sleep. First, stick to a sleep schedule. Go to bed and wake up the same time every day. Try to keep the same schedule on weeknights and on weekends. 
Secondly, create a restful space. That means keeping the sleeping space cool, quiet, and dark. Do something relaxing in the hour before bedtime. That might include taking a warm bath or doing relaxation exercises. Avoid bright light such as from the TV or computer screen. Next, watch what you eat and drink. Don't go to bed hungry or stuffed. Avoid large meals close to bedtime. Limit or avoid nicotine, caffeine, and alcohol close to bedtime as well. And lastly, limit naps. For those who find napping during the day helpful, limit naps to 30 minutes earlier in the day might help nighttime sleep. Number eight on our list, reduce stress. Long term, which is called chronic, emotional emotional stress may contribute to high blood pressure. More research is needed on the effects of stretch reduction techniques to find out whether you can reduce blood pressure. However, it can't hurt to determine what causes stress, such as work, family, finances, or illness, and find ways to reduce stress. Try the following. First, avoid trying to do too much. Plan your day and focus on your priorities. Learn to say no. Allow enough time to stay, to get done what needs to be done. Secondly, focus on issues you can control and make plans to solve them. For an issue at work, talk to a supervisor. For a conflict with kids and spouse, find ways to resolve it. Third, avoid stress triggers. For example, if rush hour traffic causes tra- stress, travel at a different time or take public transportation. Avoid people who cause stress is possible, if possible. Next, make time to relax. Take time each day to sit quietly and breathe deeply. Make time for enjoyable activities and hobbies such as taking a walk, cooking, or volunteering. Next, practice gratitude. Expressing gratitude to others can help reduce stress. Number nine on the list, monitor your blood pressure at home and get regular checkups. Home monitoring can help you keep tabs on your blood pressure. It can make certain your medications and lifestyle changes are working. Home blood pressure monitors are available widely and without prescription. Take a healthcare provider, talk to a healthcare provider about home monitoring before you get started. Regular visits with the provider also key to controlling blood pressure. If your blood pressure is well controlled, ask your provider how often you need to check it. You might need to be able to, you might be able to check it only once a day or less often. Number ten on the list, last step: get support. Supportive family and friends are important to good health. They may encourage you to take care of yourself, drive you to care provider's office to start an exercise program with you to keep your blood pressure low. If you find you you need support beyond your family and friends, consider joining a support group. This may put you in touch with people who can give you additional emotional or moral boost and who can practice tips to cope with your condition. I hope these have helped. I think they will if you really apply them. 
I'm definitely one that can say that they help out because, you know, over during the pandemic period, I got lazier than needed and gained some weight. Been whittling that off with regular exercise on a daily basis and also by not taking on too much, as I am known to do. So I'm sure you're like me and probably have some more things that are a little bit more challenging. So just do what you can to make sure you are taking care of yourself. Because if you're not healthy, brothers and sisters, you're no good to anybody else. Go back in our previous blog post and our previous V for Victory talks and listen. And please share this information as everyone knows a vet. We love you. We thank you for all of the support that we're getting from all of the individuals and businesses. We're about to start really reaching out to plan for 2024. So we've got several outreach community events planned. We've got continued um, expansion of the website. And we are hoping to get to a point to where we can be full time in this because there is a big need. And right now, this volunteer organization is trying to do all we can with our volunteers, advisors, board of directors, and officers. So thank you for everybody. Go and support us if you can with the donate button at the top of the page. It's actually called, the new button that we have at the very top of the page is called Fighting the Opioid Crisis. And then under that, on the menu, we have an actual donate page where you can go there and easily donate to our PayPal account. All your support is going to furthering the purpose of the organization and, and allowing us to continue to market, to get out more of this information to more that need it. Hope you have a great rest of the day. Stay tuned as V for Victor organization is just getting started.
Thank you.